Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Maryland men's basketball defeats Penn State 81-75. to I'm Emmett Siegel. Here with Andrew Chodas at Xfinity Center, Instant Reaction episode of the Testudo Talk podcast. Andrew, really exciting game today. I mean, you can't ask for much more from a Big Ten home opener in terms of entertainment. Got overtime, got some dramatics near the end of regulation. Maryland squeezes it out. Uh, overall, first impressions of the game tonight? Definitely exciting, but I, I think that uh, a lot of the struggles for Maryland remained, especially on the offensive side. They ended up putting up 81 points, but it was definitely not a uh, very efficient performance. I mean, shoot 5 of 25 from 3. I mean, I think you mentioned their season average before before this game was. I know you had it. It was uh it was just above 22.6%. It's now down to I believe like 22.3 or so. They're the second worst by by percentage. They're the second worst three-point shooting team in yeah. all of Division 1. Not good. Uh and you know, they also, I mean, they shot 23 67 from the field, not great. I mean, where they won this game was at the free throw line. Uh they got the line 39 times. Basically, that that was in large part to the amount of offensive rebounds they had. They completely the reason they won this game is because they dominated the offensive glass. They were a plus twenty two against Penn State, and Julian Reese, what performance that meant? Yeah, I mean Julian Reese dominated. Let me get the statute real quick so I get the numbers right. Julian Reese, he played almost forty two minutes, had twenty four points, fifteen rebounds. Um, he was just dominant. I mean, in the second half especially, you know, he was he was keeping the team in the game. I mean, I was saying it, you know, during the game. I stand by it. You know, Julian Reese was the reason why they were in that game, the reason why they won this game tonight. Um, he was outstanding. He drew 13 fouls. Caduce Wahab, you know, back at the Xfinity Center after that, you know, one-year stint with he, Maryland. He got some booze from the – Yeah, he, he, got, he got some booze. I'm not sure everyone here, all the students, <laughs> totally knew who he was. But, uh, but yeah, he fouled out with about four minutes left. Um, and that was just kind of indicative of what Reese was doing. He was imposing his will down low. He was drawing fouls. He was getting a lot of offensive rebounds. Uh, he had, what, six offensive rebounds. That's huge. Um, second – chance points you know for a team that was struggling to score in its first attempt um he was just you can't say enough about him and you know his free throw shooting is much improved yeah, really you feel yeah. relatively confident with him going to the line now which is something that you really couldn't have said at really any other point of his career except for his freshman year which seems like a mile you know years and years ago now you know when that was back when Caduce Wahab was his teammate yeah. so you know unbelievable performance from Julian Reese um even though you know Jameer Young ended the day with 28 points which led all scores um this was Julian Reese's the, Julian Reese is the reason why they won this game this yeah. was his game today and he proved why you know we were talking about him before the season as you know an all big 10 caliber yeah. forward I mean he showed why tonight you know even at Indiana he wasn't overwhelmingly impressive but I think to this point in the season, you have to say he's probably been their best player. Yeah, no, and this game could have gotten out of hand early, right? I, I mean, it was just te- I think halfway through the first half, uh, Penn State was up was up eleven. They had a few chance, a few three pointers that they missed, and Maryland slowly was able to come back into the game. They had a chance, like to take a lead into the half. Uh, they weren't a- able to do so, and then the second half, it was just really both teams got to the line. So I think there were over fifty two fouls ca- called in the game uh, total. So. But again, Maryland, the slow starts are, are, are I think, are still really concerning. Um, in, in both the first and second half, they committed four turnover, turnovers in the first five minutes. So the offensive fluidity, uh, the efficiency is still a major cause for concern. But ultimately, to get that first Big Ten victory is really, really important. But like you said, it was Julian Reese and Jameer Young. They were absolutely sensational tonight. They carried this team to victory. Jamie Kaiser Jr. also, he was, in, he was a nice spark off the bench for the Terps. I know Kevin Willard was really complimentary of his performance. Four steals as well. Had a big three at the end of uh, at the end of regulation. So definitely encouraging to see him, you know, have some positive play. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jamie Kaiser was great. Um, you know, his defense 
technically could use a little bit of work, but you know, at least he's hustling. He's, he's got a lot of heart. You can see that. And you know, when his shot is falling, he's a really key piece for this team that like we said, really can't shoot the ball otherwise. um, Yeah. But you know, we have a a positive reaction Mm -hmm. to this game because Maryland was able to win it in overtime really should have won it in regulation. We should talk about, I'll talk about that in a second, but uh, the actual game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about the end of regulation in a second, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how the Big Ten standings are going to play out. No one does. Yeah. Anyone can beat anyone on every any given night. You know that in the Big Ten, you know, especially the way it was last year. It looks like it's shaping up for for a similar year where there's going to be upsets and, and everything like that. But I mean, this Penn State team is going to finish towards the bottom of the yeah. standings, you would have to think. And, mm-hmm. you know, Maryland needed overtime to beat them. So even though they get the win, now you get about uh, a month or so before your next conference game against <laughs> Purdue, I think it is, right? Yeah. So that's, you know, kind of the polar opposite of the conference in terms of expectations. Um you know, you'll take the win, but it was not a pretty win. Kevin Willard had a funny quote where he says, there is no joy yeah. after the game. Um, I mean, we, we but, laugh, yeah. but I mean, that, that's, that's really telling for a coach to come out and, and, and say after a Big Ten win, there is no joy. I mean, it's common. He'll probably end up regretting just like the comment he, he made about some of his seniors that he ended up regretting. But I mean, he's he's got a point. I mean, it's just there's there's such a lack of efficiency right now defensively in the second half they really took a step back as well do you think i don't know how how much they yeah they allowed 41 points in the second half um so i mean just overall you get the win uh you extend your winning streak at Xfinity center to 16 games which is pretty crazy to to say out loud but uh definitely still it's like 22 of 23 as well because they had that one loss last year to ucl yeah but a a lot lot of the questions we entered the game with uh kind of remain unanswered if you will a little bit but i think now we can kind of talk how the game went specifically i know you mentioned obviously those last few minutes uh jahari long tough 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 few seconds for him but yeah um well yeah let's talk about the game and kind of the way it played out we probably should have done that a little earlier but uh but yeah i mean it was Penn State, you know, came out on the front foot, um, kind of asserted itself. You know, Maryland hung around, went on a little bit of a run there, um, you know, later portion of the first half and was able to get a two-point game at halftime. I think they took the lead at, at a point um, or at least tied it up. And then the second half, it was kind of just blow for blow. It was, uh, it was you know, slow with all the fouls and everything, but it was entertaining basketball. It was competitive. Um, and then Maryland had it all but sealed. You know, Julian Reese goes to the line, I believe, in a tie game. Um, he's fouled, you know, I said he was fouled 13 times today. That was not a rare occurrence. Goes to the line, misses the first, makes the second. It's one point game. And then Kanye Clary, who had an unbelievable game. I mean, Con- yeah, Kanye Clary was was outstanding for Penn State. He was their best player today. I mean, Ace Baldwin was really clutch, but but Kanye Clary was their best player today. Uh, he goes down, misses the shot, rebound comes to Deshaun Harris Smith, um, and he's fouled. He also goes one for two, so it's a two point game. Maryland needs a stop, and they don't even really get an opportunity to do it. Seconds left, yeah, about four seconds left. Um, Maryland doesn't even really get the opportunity to get a stop because on the inbounds pass, Jahari Long gets called for a reach in, and then Ace Baldwin goes down with you know the wall on his face and everything, and just calmly knocks down the free throws. You know, Maryland had a look at the end. Jameer Young had a floater, comes up short. You go to overtime, and then you know Penn State didn't make a field goal in yeah, overtime. Maryland, in overtime. yeah, Maryland really kind of commanded overtime, but this game should have been wrapped up in regulation. Um, Maryland should have won the game. You know, that that's certainly something that you got to clean up. You could see right when it happened, you know, Jahari Long, you know, kind of didn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. Kevin Willard just staring him down. There's obviously a lot of frustration. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, Maryland definitely should have won this game in, in regulation. You know, you went in overtime, so it kind of – you forget about that a little bit. No one will really remember that. But uh, but if you had lost that game in regulation, I mean, what a disaster that could have been. Yeah, no, and we talked about Jahari Long, and, and I and I really don't want to do this, where I and to sing about players, but I do think we kind of have to um, – Dante Scott, obviously, he had a really rough showing at Indiana. He was seemingly called out uh, by Willard, and then he he starts today with with 0 for 8 from the field. He was hearing it from the fans loudly, 
on a personal level, I think you obviously feel really bad for the guy. I mean, he looked lost on the offensive end, losing a lot of confidence, but it was encouraging to see. He came with some really big boards towards the end of regulation and in overtime, you know, gets, gets that big end one, doesn't convert on the free throw. But still, I, I mean, when you, when you look at a, a fifth-year senior that is supposed to be, a, a you know, a, a surefire starter and a solid contributor and he starts the game 0 for 8 and he's doesn't it looks he, he just looked it, it, it. the body language was not yeah. encouraging at all you know even when he when he got the and one like you talk about he he made a, another tough shot as well he finished with 10 rebounds i mean you know it, it was it was a pretty poor offensive showing from him but yeah. but overall you know not a bad one but just the body language i mean yeah. his teammates were fired up when he had that and yeah. one and he was just stoic i think that was out of thousand yard stare gonna, almost. yeah it was you know he gets the big n one and you know this is a guy who's a lead, and you know he's going through, obviously going through a lot when you have the crowd on you the entire time, which which sucks. But I mean, Jamie Kaiser, the freshman, is 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 all pumped up after the had one, goes to give him a hug, and Dante Scott kind of just kind of just looks into the abyss, like this game, this this sucks for me, and you you feel bad for him, obviously on a personal level, but it's it's a concern, right? I mean, your your fifth year senior senior starter at the small four position, he needs to get it going, and um. For Maryland fans, hopefully he can do that. Yeah, and luckily, you know, you have a little bit of a stretch coming up here where you have an opportunity to do that. I mean, you got Alcorn State, Nickel State before you have to go to, to UCLA, and then you got uh, Coppin State, you know, mixed in there before you have that Purdue game. So, you know, you have an opportunity to get some wins, maybe fix some things. Even though we said that, you know, before the last home stand, they didn't really fix everything. You know, uh, you, you have an opportunity coming up. Dante Scott's going to need to, you know, pick it up. This team is, you know, going to go as far as it wants to. Um, but luckily, like we said, you got that performance from Julian Reese, Jamie Kaiser, huge spark off the bench. Um, I do want to talk about the the and one from Deshaun Harris-Smith in yeah, overtime. Yeah. I mean, that was huge. We've talked a little bit about the freshmen and how they maybe haven't been up to snuff totally, at least through the first eight games. You know, obviously growing pains here, freshmen. You know, we knew there was going to be struggles, um, but just they were just kind of a symptom of the offensive struggles. Yeah. Um, and then Jamie has 10 points today, but then Deshaun Harris Smith with maybe the biggest bucket of the, of the day, at least the one that got, you know, the, big, and, and the was, biggest and reaction. He was, and he was struggling offensively the entire game. He wasn't he, taking a lot of shots. He was, and he, but, and he was also, he had a really tough, I mean, I know Willard, you know, mentioned this. He had a tough assignment. You're basically, he played, he played a lot of minutes. I don't know the exact, I just hit you in the face. I'm sorry. Um, the, the exact, he played 35 played, minutes, almost 36 so 30, minutes. So 36 minutes, basically for a freshman year guarding, Ace Baldwin, an experienced, an experienced guy, obviously a star at VCU for almost the entirety of that game. And then when push comes to shove, Deshaun gets that big bucket late. So I think that that does so much for his confidence. Um, obviously, his shot, his offensive production, has a, there's a, a lot of work there, but still encouraging to see him, you know, make a big play towards the end of the game. He got the rebound, which got off the free throw line. He made one and two, but still, it's the confidence is really important for these young guys. And uh, I'll give a, a little, a little bump. I don't know if you guys know, we had a our Testudo Talk crossover pod on the Under the Shell uh, podcast. I mentioned how, despite their struggles, I really wasn't concerned about the freshmen's play. Um, I, I think it was kind of more so a, a byproduct of the offense as a whole, and I think they'll be really important. Uh, Cogs, you know, going forward, more so Jamie Kaj on the offensive end. But for Maryland fans out there, I really would not be concerned about DHS or Jamie Kaiser. I think they're going to be really solid players. I think they're going to be important players going forward. Yeah, well, I do want to talk specifically about the play, though, the and one. Uh, the shot clock was winding Sorry. down. There's about 40 seconds left in overtime. Uh, I think it's well, it's a one-point game. Um, so you're looking at potentially another opportunity, even though Penn State had gotten nothing going in overtime. You know, you give them the ball back. They got players. They got Flaherty. They got Baldwin. Um, they had they have some other guys that hit some big shots. I mean, you know, you're looking at giving them the ball back with a chance to win it potentially, and, you know, you never want that in, you know, an overtime game that's been so back and forth. And Jameer Young, they give the ball to Jameer Young. Like I said, the shot clock's winding down. The ball's even gotten inside the three-point arc. And then just a beautiful pinpoint pass 
DHS is cutting from the corner towards the hoop um, through two defenders, catches him right in stride, and he finishes through contact, which we know is his strength. I mean, you know, Jameer Young had, what, 28 points today, led the offense, but it, it really is telling when your graduate guard is willing to give up the ball in that situation, is willing to make the play to get the better look instead of giving himself the look. I mean, that just kind of says it all. You know, Jameer Young is such an amazing leader for this team and, you know, such a steady presence that, you know, without him, without Julian, this team would be completely lost. And it, it's just, it's good to see that, you know, yeah. even in those big moments, you know, the crowd's getting into it. Obviously he's played in that, you know, environment before. It wasn't, you know, like the most unbelievable environment ever, but it's still, you know, a tense game. You need a win. Um, just to see him kind of be willing to give up the ball there was really telling for me and kind of just embodied, you know, what he means to his team and, you know, the performance he put forth in a game that, you know, this is a must-win game. And Correct. even though it, it took a, a full 45 minutes, yeah. even more than, than the usual 40, uh, they got the job done. And, you know, it's because of, Jameer Young and Julian Reese primarily. Yeah, no, and I think just to kind of try to explain just how important Jimmy Young and Julian Reese were both in this game. I mean, Penn State really, I mean, for the first 14 minutes of this of the game, really dominated, and it was Jameer Young and Julian Reese, kind of that one-two combo, just pounding it inside, drawing fouls, getting to the line. Jameer Young finished 12 of 12 from the free throw line. So important. Uh, obviously, Julian Reese got to the line 15 times, but the two of them, I mean, I mean, uh, 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 Reese had 15 rebounds. Uh, Jameer had 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 eight rebounds. So just all around game, the, the the two of them were both absolutely sensational. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else you want to get in before we go? Uh, I think Mar- I think Maryland's fortunate for what their upcoming home schedule looks like with three bad games that they should win. Uh, I think the UCLA game in in LA might be a little. Might be a might be a tough watch, but maybe the maybe the team can get a, a boost from a from a big win. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the team last year was able to to gather those those non conference wins. Um, it, you know, didn't drop its in season tournament stuff like that. But uh, but we saw last year this team, you know, win an NC tournament game despite not really being able to win on the road. As long as you can hold serve at home, you know, their next home game against a conference opponent is against Purdue. You know, that that's yeah, that's tough. a tough tough matchup. I mean, Purdue looks like one of the best teams in the country again. Um, but as long as you can hold serve at home, be able to win these games, I'm not sure this performance beats anyone else in the conference, but it, it beat the team in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at this point, I think this this was just you can't emphasize how important this win was for this team this because you know if you start zero and two in Big Ten play and then you have a month to think about it, I mean that's just that's just catastrophic. You know, a lot of people in the first half, I was seeing you know social media is obviously gonna gonna bring out you know some of the extremes, yeah, but but down. yeah, but you know even then I'm seeing in the mentions you know people talking about you know the program's dead and you know I'm never watching this team or whatever, and then you know they win in overtime and everyone's kind of happy. Just back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it, you kind of see the the switch flip. That stuff does matter. I mean, obviously, like like I said, like this wasn't like a, a vintage Xfinity Center environment, but like if you you got to keep the fans in it, yeah. you got to make sure that you you keep that home court advantage going. And you know today this a game that they don't win on the road and they don't win probably against any other team this was the perfect time for them to have a, a performance like this to get a win um but but you got a lot of things to clean up you know as we we had in they have now what six days off until their next game um you know you're probably going to beat Alcorn State if you don't then then it doesn't matter what you did in this yeah, game that's... they're going to beat Alcorn State but you know regardless this you know you can't em- overemphasize just how important this stretch is before they get into Big Ten only games you know you, you got to start stacking wins here yeah. and you, you got to make sure that you know you're working through your things so you're peaking at the right time yeah i mean I, yeah to get the big 10 win is huge and now you know you have almost a month off to your next big 10 game but yeah huge win uh wasn't pretty but a much needed victory and they were able to pull it out
Absolutely. Thanks everyone for listening. We always appreciate it so much. Uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the bowl game selection on the under the shell podcast. We would recommend that if you want to hear yeah. our thoughts on that, that you go and listen to that. That's on testudotimes.com yeah. and on the, the under the shell feed as well. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but here on the testudo talk podcast, you know, until the bowl game comes uh, yeah, up, I think it's going to be mostly yeah. basketball talk. Um, you know, we're going to be here at Xfinity center for, for pretty much every game yeah. and, uh, and covering the team, Andrew sign us off. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll, we'll be live from the Music City in, uh, in, in about two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. See you guys then. <laughs>